0: When will I be able to change the name of this show to Les Galons?
1: Les Galons.
0: How about No Galons? No
1: Galons. That's gonna, Then Les, there's no show. the final show is... Yeah,
0: that's right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good morning. You're listening to more, more Galons, which will one day be Les Galons, which will one day be the last episode of this show called No Galons. I'm Chris LeClear, and I'm still here talking about Morgulons' disease and... Uh, what the fuck is it all about and why will it not go away and it's really eating my face um just wondering anybody else out there getting lumps on their palms rashes on their palms um bumps nodules materials emerging out of your skin which one i looked at today this line was fucking insane. Yeah, those blood hey, Look at
1: this. You can request data, and you can say compress mortality of data from different years. You can say, give me
0: this and that. Sure, but then how do I use that data to in any way correlate it to... I don't know when Morgies die. I don't know what they die of. You know? Like, that's the important well, part. isn't that, that though? Well, yeah. But how would you...
1: I guess you'd be looking for by region. You by you, the... you don't even
0: know who's got what, where. How would you? Yeah,
1: right. It'd have to be under- like for example, like if you were like. One-
0: I'd like to talk about something I brought up on the first episode of More Morgulons, China, as Donald Trump would say. Um, I've talked about China many times on More Morgulons because no one has ruled out the possibility that Morgulons could be caused by some sort of, uh, you know, newfangled pathogen that was made in the lab. And uh, speaking of newfangled pathogens made in a lab... Let's talk about coronavirus. Yes, the Rona. I've made many episodes about coronavirus potentially being manufactured by Chinese scientists in the People's Liberation Army. And, turns out, there may be some truth to that. There's been some renewed interest in doing an investigation that the World Health Organization was supposed to do but didn't about the origins of the Rona. So let's explore an article called The Lab Leak Hypothesis in The Intelligencer, New York Magazine. It was published January 4th, 2021. For decades, scientists have been hotwiring viruses in hopes of preventing a pandemic but not causing one. But what if? By Nicholson Baker. One, flask monsters. What happened was fairly simple, I've come to believe. It was an accident. A virus spent some time in a laboratory and eventually it got out. SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID-19, began its existence inside a bat. Then it learned to infect people in a claustrophobic mineshaft. And then it was made more infectious in one or more laboratories, perhaps as part of a scientist's well-intentioned but risky effort to create a broad-spectrum vaccine. SARS-2 was not designed as a biological weapon, but it was, I think, designed Many thoughtful people dismiss this notion, and they may be right. They sincerely believe that the coronavirus arose naturally, zoonotically, from animals without having been previously studied or hybridized or sluiced through cell cultures or otherwise worked on by trained professionals. They hold it a bat, carrying a coronavirus, infected some other creature, perhaps a pangolin, and that the pangolin, which, by the way, y'all, they still haven't actually identified uh, if... What that animal was. They, were, they say like a pangolin, but they haven't actually pinned it down to my knowledge. So perhaps a pangolin and that the pangolin may have already been sick with a different coronavirus disease and out of the conjunction and co-mingling of these two diseases within the pangolin, a new disease, highly infectious humans evolved, or they hypothesized that two coronaviruses recombined in a bat and this new virus spread to other bats and then the bats infected a person directly in a rural setting perhaps, and that this person caused a simmering undetected outbreak of respiratory disease, which over a period of months or years evolved to become virulent and highly transmissible, but was not noticed until it appeared in Wuhan. There is no direct evidence for these zoonotic possibilities, just as there is no direct evidence for an experimental mishap. No written confession, no incriminating notebook, no official accident report. Certainty craves detail, and detail requires an investigation. It has been a full year. 80 million people have been infected. This was written, remember, in January. And surprisingly, no public investigation has taken place. We still know very little about the origins of this disease. Nevertheless, I think it's worth offering some historical context for our year-long medical nightmare. We need to hear from the people who, for years, have contended that certain types of virus experimentation might lead to a dangerous this disastrous pandemic like this one. And we need to stop hunting for new exotic diseases in the wild, shipping them back to laboratories, and hot wiring their genomes to prove how dangerous to human life they might become. Yeah, like, whose idea was that? Um, you're fired. Uh, over the past few decades, scientists have developed ingenious... Y'all, can you believe this? I'm about to put my reading glasses on. I can't see. Oh. Smudged with Vaseline and every shit other thing I have on my face. Um, yes, beautiful, I can see. Over the past few decades, scientists have developed ingenious methods of evolutionary acceleration and recombination, and they've learned how to trick viruses, coronaviruses in particular, those spiky hairballs of protein we now know so well, into moving quickly from one species of animal to another, or from one type of cell culture to another. They've made machines that mix and mingle the viral code for bat diseases with the code for human diseases. Diseases like SARS, severe acute respiratory syndrome, for example, which arose in China in 2003, and MERS, Middle East Respiratory Syndrome, which broke out a decade later, and has to do with bats and camels. Some of the experiments, quote, gain-of-function experiments, aim to create new, more virulent, or more infectious strains of disease, diseases in an effort to predict and therefore defend against the threats that might conceivably arise in nature. The term gain-of-function is itself a euphemism. The Obama White House more accurately described this work as, quote, experiments that may be reasonably anticipated to confer attributes to influenza, MERS, or SARS viruses, such that the virus would have enhanced pathogenicity and or transmissibility in mammals via the respiratory route. The virologists who carried out these experiments have accomplished amazing feats of genetic transmutation, no question, and there have been very few publicized accidents over the years, but there have been some. And we were warned repeatedly the intentional creation of new microbes that combine virulence with heightened transmissibility poses extraordinary risks to the public, wrote infectious disease experts Mark Lipstitch and Thomas Inglesby in 2014. Quote, a rigorous and transparent risk assessment process for this work has not yet been established. That's still true today. In 2012, in Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists, Lynn Cloots warned that there was an 80% chance, given how many laboratories were then handling virulent varietals, that a leak of a potential pandemic pathogen would occur sometime in the next 12 years. That was 2012. So, another seer. Live, live, we interrupt this article for breaking news from the New York Times. U.S. experts press calls for China to allow deeper inquiries into the pandemic's origin. With new attention on the origins of the coronavirus, experts and officials on Sunday, today, called on China to provide greater transparency and speed inquiries into whether the devastating pandemic began with a leak from a lab. Duh, we've been saying this since January. There's going to be COVID-26 and COVID-32 unless we fully understand the origins of COVID-19. Peter J. Hotez, Dean of the National School of Tropical Medicine. Tropical medicine, interesting. At Baylor College of Medicine and co-director of the Texas Children's Hospital Center for Vaccine Development. It said on the NBC program, Meet the Press. Peter J. Hotez, Dean of the National School of Tropical Medicine. Uh Interesting. Last Wednesday, President Biden ordered U.S. intelligence agencies to redouble their efforts to find out where the virus originated, giving them 90 days to examine two theories, that the virus was accidentally leaked from a lab in China, or that it was first transmitted from animal to humans outside a lab. Suspicions have focused on the Wuhan Institute of of Virology, which long gathered bat viruses and whose laboratories conducted experiments on them. It is based in the city where the coronavirus first emerged. An investigation, if you could call it that, this year by the World Health Organization largely dismissed the possibility that the virus escaped from the Institute, but many critics faulted the effort as lacking the wide access necessary to determine its origins. Mr. Biden has said he hopes the investigation he has ordered, which will include unexamined intelligence, will bring the United States, quote, closer to a definitive conclusion about the virus. He has committed to releasing the report publicly. publicly. Thank you, President Biden. Dr. Hotez on Sunday said that the inquiry may not yield much new information because the United States had already pushed intelligence about as far as we can. He suggested that the world needed a sweeping new scientific search for outbreak answers, most especially in China. There's a lot going for natural origins, he said, of the leading theory, but an independent team of scientists, epidemiologists, and virologists would need to work in China for a period of six months to a year so the world can fully unravel the origins of COVID-19. The team would have to interview scientists and scrutinize their lab notebooks in order to investigate the possibility of a lab leak, he said. Asked if that could be done without China's cooperation, Dr. Hotez said no. I think we have to really put a lot of pressure on China, he said, including possible sanctions to secure unfettered access for a team of top scientists. No shit. Chinese state media outlets continued to deliver a defiant response to such calls. On Sunday, an editorial in Global Times, a Chinese news site that echoes Beijing's line, ridiculed Mr. Biden's push for new intelligence and called any findings, quote, preset to be a laboratory in Wuhan. United States intelligence agencies, it said, quote, do not have superior research capability, quote, than the World Health Organization or more information. What they will get in the end is nothing but political, the editorial said. Matthew Pottinger, who served as Deputy National Security Advisor to former President Donald J. Trump, present presented a contrast to Dr. Hotez in assessing the prospects of Mr. Biden's investigation. I think that there's actually an enormous amount that, could come out, Mr. Pottinger said, also on Meet the Press. He said, Mr. Biden's call for a fresh look at the evidence and the intelligence could prompt scientists in China to step forward, even at the risk of angering Beijing. To step forward? What What do you mean, to burn their lab notes? I mean, yeah, there could be somebody that dissents, but I don't know. So, if this thing came out of a lab, there are people in China who probably know that, he said. The new initiative, Mr. Pottinger added, might provide moral courage to many of these ethical scientists in China, for whom I think this is weighing on their consciences. I think that we're going to see more information come out as a result of this inquiry. Well, Representative Michael McPaul, Republican of Texas. Oh, okay. It's that time of the evening afternoon now. Uh, and ranking member of the House Foreign Affairs Committee told CNN State of the Union on Sunday that intercepted intelligence communications had provided intriguing clues pointing to a lab leak. We have signals, intelligence and human and other forms of intelligence, he said, that while not certain in nature suggest a lab leak is, quote, more likely than not. That was in contrast to an earlier report that federal officials had intercepted no such communications in China that provided any strong evidence of the theory. Collecting so-called signals, intelligence, electronic communications or phone calls is notoriously difficult in China. Michael Sheer contributed reporting and William J. Broad wrote that. In today's paper, breaking news, you guys, this may have nothing to do with Morgalons, but let it be heard that You may have listened to one of my episodes, maybe back last August, where I'm sort of insinuating that China could be involved with coronavirus, and you said, that's crazy. She's a nut. She's delusional. She's paranoid. Well, don't judge a book by its cover. Don't assume you know what you don't know. Don't rely upon, quote, common knowledge as the sole source of your knowledge Try to incorporate a few facts. Do a little bit of investigating. Same thing with the Morgulons. Don't accept the accepted wisdom. Dig around a little bit. Contemplate. Investigate. Make up your own mind. And don't call me crazy. All right, stay tuned. I'm crystal clear.